and Rob. Hello, welcome to the Enrob Podcast. The theme for the Enrob Podcast this week is peak moments. Peak moments. Well, why do we have a theme, Rob? This is this is new. I'm not even sure. It just came to me in a vision. <laughs> I've forgotten our names. What's my name again? Hello, <laughs> I'm Robert Schaffer. This is uh, Daniel Black. This is uh, Andy Smith. <laughs> and we're here to talk about peak moments. Um, <laughs> take that as you will. These will be your words, your story about peak moments. Uh, who wants to go first? Rob, you haven't gone first before. Well, I haven't thought of something yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so my... When when you said peak moment, yeah, uh, that that to me felt like uh, a moment where you're kind of pumped with adrenaline, yeah. and kind of ultra focused. Totally. Okay. And yeah, yeah. and for me, I think mm. that would be the first time I did stand up. Wow. Uh, so Hang on, you do stand up? <laughs> oh no, I do not. I okay. do not. I've yeah. done. I've done maybe. I've been up maybe twenty times. That's quite a lot. Uh, mm. At Every time has been an open mic, right? Uh, so like three to five minutes long. One, right. Once I did a yep. uh, ten minute slot. Um, <laughs> uh, twice I did. Once went very well. Once went very poorly. Um, but I, I think for me that was the pinnacle moment where my heart was thumping and I was ultra focused <laughs> and I uh, uh, can barely actually remember much from the the actual event but like the run-up yeah. itself like that's such nerves yeah. and then afterwards the uh kind of almost floating with relief and uh kind of just feeling great yeah. you just re- you remember that yeah yeah can yeah. you give us your opening line um yes yes my, my my opening like well so i was uh this was in the u.s right. uh, so i was living out in the u.s in san diego i was out there with work for six months or so and i uh, did a stand-up comedy course while i was out there as, as something to do and uh uh because of the english accent uh i felt like i had to <laughs> address that so uh the the joke that i came up with was uh yeah hello everyone as you can tell i've got a very posh english accent i was born with a silver spoon in my mouth it really damaged my mother's vagina <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was my that's really that was my a joke s- you're setting a tone there aren't you yes really yeah. setting a tone. i think i think one of the problems uh, what, what one of the problems i realized <laughs> looking back at my uh, uh that is it was all over the place in terms of tone like um like i was doing kind of trying to be intellectual jokes some of the time and then some of the times i'm just doing like stupid uh (laughs) kind of uh like gratuitous jokes like yeah. that at the beginning yeah. uh, had it's a whole like, bit it, about the karate kid it sounds like the, that like, you're not, you didn't hadn't, didn't found out what you were about yeah like, yeah yeah, yeah. Sure, it's like sure. yeah so the tone wasn't there yeah, and I think it probably takes people years or if you're really talented you have it right but uh, it probably t- would have taken me years to kind of really develop the tone and yeah and i just couldn't stick with it i think the, the problem i had with stand-up uh was i didn't really like the people i was uh, doing it with um in <laughs> comparison stand-ups yeah <laughs> well i, I well <laughs> I, I would say open mic stand-ups okay uh, I, and i and i'd say in comparison mm. to improv yeah. which yeah. i started doing at the same time there's a, yeah. a, a huge difference yeah. uh in terms of um when you do an improv class you're all in it together yeah. and you're exploring stuff together yeah and and afterwards, you feel a real bond between each other. Even right. if you've known each other yeah. just through the course of that class, suddenly yeah. you want to go out for a 
drink together, chat, you're mm. laughing, you're mm. doing stupid stuff, you feel a real sense of rapport. Whereas with stand-up, um, you really feel like you're competing yeah. or uh, or you feel like other people are competing with you. Mm. And um, there's a lot of uh, kind of trash talking of each really? other. Just, just like, oh yeah, that guy is just completely copying Louis C.K. <laughs> he wants to be Louis C.K. but he, he <laughs> yeah. can't, he can't, or that guy's copying Stuart Lee, or that guy stole a joke. Mm. I've heard that guy, that guy stole it. Mm. And it's all that. And um, there's a, a whole bit at the beginning where um, no one wants to go first. No, no one wants to go and do the very first slot yeah Yeah. so there's a um there's a bit of uh competition as well for like no i'm not doing it what about him he he can he can do it Mm. uh so yeah, it just a really not a nice atmosphere. Yeah. Not a nice atmosphere. Yeah, and and, and there are plenty of nice people. Yeah, I, I, I did meet very nice people mm, through it, mm. but um, it was the exception. Whereas improv, everyone loved everyone at improv. Nice. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. yeah. So this peak moment came yeah. despite this environment of hostility. Yeah, yeah. So mm. I did it in a uh, in a comedy club in San Diego called. Um, Oh, the Comedy Palace. Oh, and, uh, huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a, a Greek restaurant during the day hmm. and it converted into a, a comedy uh, club in the evening. And um, I can remember that uh, a you know, few people going up, they're doing their sets and stuff. And I'm getting more and more nervous, more and more nervous. And you don't know the running order in advance either. Oh, so, scary. So, yeah, the, the compare goes up and he, uh, the next person oh, is man. blah, blah, blah. Mm. And uh, so um, every every time, like your heartbeat would go up yeah. in anticipation oh, of it possibly being yeah. on it, and then it's like Russian roulette. Like each time a person is deselected, you know that you're more likely to go on next. So like the stakes increase. That yeah. sounds yeah, scary, yeah, indeed, yeah. indeed. <laughs> and so I, uh, I, my name got called, and um, I went up, and my the whole set that I did was uh, very, very rehearsed. I was, I was, I wasn't improvising or being in the moment. I was just reading a script that I'd memorized basically. Yeah. But one of the things I remember is that. But, um, uh, the lights. Uh, I wasn't used to stage lights mm. at the time, mm. and so I couldn't see anything, yeah. and I wasn't expecting it at That's all. Scary, yeah. So it it felt like I was standing in front of a white wall. There was a white wall mm. right in front of my nose, Whoa. you know. So I was kind of looking out into nothing. <laughs> I could just just dazzling, <laughs> looking out to dazzling whiteness, and uh, and I could hear people. And, uh, and and thankfully, my first joke got a decent laugh. Nice, well done. Uh, and uh, that that first laugh mm. uh, kind of hits you. I think it's oh, so important to be able to see people yeah like when that see their reactions to you yeah good or bad yeah so you know where to go but it was weird because i was was basically reading a a memorized script yes and looking at no one so it was a really strange experience (laughs) and and also the microphone as well you when you hold the mic you talk and Mm. you hear your own voice yeah 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 yeah. yeah, (laughs) and you're like oh is that what i sound like yeah (laughs) yeah 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 I guess that hits you and you didn't expect it either. Yeah. Um, and so, like, when you say the peak, it doesn't sound pleasant. I don't mean to, like, you know, well, that, that's take away I said from it, That's why like, I said at the beginning, when, when what I interpreted yeah. as peak was, like, yeah. adrenaline, yeah. Uh, kind of nerves running up to it, and then kind of uh, the, 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 the positive was leaving afterwards and oh, just being like, oh yes i did it I've, yeah i've done it yeah uh oh. I, yeah this is something i've wanted to do for so long yeah. it's been like a real goal uh for me because i've just so nervous i never thought i'd try it out amazing and uh, yeah well, yeah, yeah yeah a long time ago now thanks thanks for that <laughs> <laughs> you've got me excited about it yeah awesome daniel would you like to go next oh, hello no, you go next. I, I would, but I want I want Rob to go in the middle because Rob has always goes last. Peak moments. 
Um, I've uh, see. I the way I took that was um, kind of mountains and things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and a literal peak. Yeah. Mm. Um, I went to. Uh, I went on holiday with my uh, then f- uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, she wasn't even my fiance, and um, I proposed actually on this Ooh. holiday. Yeah, I went. I went on to. I went to um, uh, Lanzarote. It was. Yeah. Wait, sorry. Is this your current wife? Or is yes. Like, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for clarity. If she listens to this, then she'll know that I'm talking about her and not some previous like, marriage that I've been in. When you say <laughs> then girlfriend, I assume the relationship's over. But you mean because no, you've yeah. beyond that. Okay. Anyway, we went on. We went to. Uh, we, we, we enjoyed Tenerife so much, our budget uh, package holiday, that we decided to do it in Lanzarote. And uh, we went out there and it was a like, really fancy. It was much fancier kind of location near the harbour area and a uh, really beautiful hotel and I proposed on the top of this uh, beautifully lit um, hotel with a wedding going on behind us. That's a completely <laughs> different story that I did not <laughs> intend to tell. No, I, 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 I want to know about it. Though. A very memorable moment that <laughs> how is did you absolutely tell peaked me. more me. about how you proposed? Um, I wanted to, I tried desperately to drag her down to the sea but it was getting dark. <laughs> 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 that sounds really dodgy, doesn't it? I, in my head, I'd romanticised. I totally romanticised. You realise the picture we have in like, our heads now? She's like, she's like holding onto a tree or something. They're like grabbing her by the leg. Come down to the sea with me. <laughs> oh, she didn't know I was going to propose. Obviously, um, I, that's, that was my other question. Like, because sometimes they know. Like, they figure it out. They find the yep. ring in your pocket. So she did not know at all. She didn't no, expect at it all. Yeah. And I um, kept on, I was getting that feeling, you know, that feeling when you know you want to kiss someone and then every opportunity it's like, is this, is this the moment? And you get that kind of like tingling in your lips and that <laughs> fluttering in your heart. It's like, and you feel drawn to them like inexplicably. It's like, oh, if only I could just hold you and kiss you. Like, and it's like, that, yeah, it was kind of like a moment like that, but for doing something. Uh, and oh. and I felt like, uh, like, I really wanted to do it on this holiday and it felt like exactly the right time to do it because we were both really happy getting on to work yeah. really well together. It was just a beautiful location. And um, I decided like, so we'd been on several walks and I like chickened out of doing it several times. Like, no, now, now's not the time. Now's not the time. Yeah, yeah. No, I was like feeling this urge, this unbelievable yeah. urge to like, do it, do it now. Um, She's probably thinking, oh, why are you being all weird? Why, why can't you just enjoy this lovely scenery? Why does it keep like reaching to his pocket yeah. and then like sl- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I didn't even have the ring at that point, so I didn't have anything to like hide a yeah. fondle in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he fondling his pocket? Um, so yeah, um, I decided it was the right moment. It was really just crazy romantic lighting and just a, a wedding going on behind us that was like really funny. Um, loads going on there, like really cheesy music, and uh, we were just on top of the world really, and the beautiful blue sky and the sea and the, the sunset and. And um, yeah, I saw, and then with this beautiful kind of panoramic vista uh, with the mountains off in the distance, I um, I said, "Will you marry me?" Did you? Did you yeah. Did you kneel? Oh, um, uh, that's funny that we both wanted to. Yeah. Did you? Did you <laughs> I 
you know what? I don't even remember. Oh, I don't. I don't you don't remember. I want what? to know if there was the bit where you haven't said it yet, but mm. you kneel down and reach your pocket, and she starts to know what's coming, but she doesn't <laughs> dare believe it, and she kind of puts to her her hands to her mouth, and she's like starting to cry. And she's like, oh my god, that would oh be so god. much better. But actually, I think we were just sitting on the same bench together, and I just kind of held her hand and and did and just looked in her, her in the eye and just like said, "But will you marry me?" And she's she immediately said yes. You know, she didn't leave me hanging or anything. Was there, what, and then after that, what, it was there kind yeah. of an awkward moment. Like, oh, okay then. Well, let's back. <laughs> I, there was a bit of a weird moment. Yeah. Was there? Yeah. I oh, think weird. I immediately launched into a selfie. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't, a se- it wasn't even a selfie. It was a... Um, <laughs> panoramic, because I wanted to, like, capture the moment. So I've yeah. got a 3D, like, look around, wrap around... Um, panoramic view of yeah. the exact moment we proposed yeah yeah with her sitting on the bench well it's it's, it's the moment immediately after where yes. you should have been hugging and kissing but in, <laughs> instead you were like trying to set the right settings for your camera <laughs> you know I what mean... Rob you had me hooked up until oh, that point she, she's <laughs> in, in the 3D picture she's just face palming <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it takes ages to stitch those images you have, yeah. to, you have to take like 30 you're like, images you're like, hold on yeah. hold on you're you're like, no no no, no. it's nearly done it's nearly one of the images needs to be taken still there's a gap in the air <laughs> trying to look around to see where the gap is oh it's in the sky okay I've got it okay now we can kiss <laughs> no it wasn't like that to, where, can, where can I find this photo is it on Facebook uh, it's not on Facebook but it's on my phone so I can show it to you after this <laughs> yeah please do yeah so um, in the show notes listeners <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Helen's going to want to be on our show notes <laughs> Um, I might just like smudge her out or something. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so yeah, I did. I wanted to take her down to what I imagined in my head as the place that I was going to do it, like next to the sea, next to the sea with the beautiful sea coming in and out. But it was there in the beautiful, beautiful lit kind of moonlight, and um, yeah, it's a real peak moment for me. Yeah. Aww. See, the story I was going to tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a much more boring story about, uh, about the actual It was. It was on the same holiday. <laughs> we tried to motivate ourselves to get out on a walk. And by the, by the time we finally got out, like, we were like, halfway out the mountain, just completely dehydrated, walking through like plantations of like bananas and yeah. stuff. It was really exotic. And like we were getting there and we, got, like, we went through this beautiful town that was really deserted and just like, just yeah, we just kept on walking and walking and walking. We got to the top of the mountain and it was freezing cold. It was like 40 degrees at the bottom and freezing cold at the top. Yeah. And um, we were wearing nothing but shorts and T-shirts, you yeah. know. And we were just like shivering and it was r- pissing with rain. Was this before or after you proposed? Before, I think. Oh, wait, no. Was it before was or this after? before or after the much better story? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't tell us that story, cause, Rob, because that would have been really boring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyway, the payoff of the story was going to be that I was sitting there in this fluorescent towel yeah. in the middle of this yeah. Spanish town on the Canary Island. And um, this family of like uh, kids and the, the, the mother and the father. Um, this family, yeah. <laughs> this family of kids and a mother and a father. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is what a family is, Rob. Thank you very much for describing what family is. Uh, passed in a car and I, I, seriously, I think that broke their reality because just like they couldn't work out what I was or what was going on because I'd walked down from the tourist village at the bottom of the mountain and it was me shivering, like trying to hold myself warm in this like bright um, fluorescent orange towel. 
and like the, the look on their faces of just like their jaws dropped staring at me like as their heads turned to, to watch me it was just like one of the most embarrassing moments for me in my life but probably one of the most disturbing moments for huh. them because it didn't fit into their reality of what was meant to They're happen probably still talking about you <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. do you remember that, that guy wrapped in orange yeah in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> it couldn't work out why is he here it's interesting to think about that like how you don't know what impact you have on other people there's probably loads of interactions yeah. that you've completely forgotten about that somebody is like fuming over every day or looking back on fondly oh, do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, make, you do make waves you make an impact yeah. and you don't necessarily know what it is there's something scary about that sorry uh, i think I, i've tell you I've, yeah. I've, so daniel daniel yeah. you're the last peak, guy peak oh, moment man yeah, well moment. it's not it's not going to be the peak of this podcast i'm afraid i don't know how i can follow that <laughs> um, <laughs> hey we all make together don't we including I'm, our listeners that's true yes um i was thinking about a time that was just really inspirational and cool for me. And that's um, when I went to this uh, immersive theater production. Have, have you heard of Yumi Bum Bum Train? Yes. Have you been to, uh, to Yumi Bum Bum Train? Yeah, and I've heard it, the way I heard it described, it does sound like a have really you, trippy... did you Have you been in it? I have not. Right, so like, yeah, I did it. Um, can you explain, a year or can so you ago. explain it to us? To I, will, yeah. I, I will uh, explain what Yumi Bum Bum Train is. Bum Bum Train is an immersive theatre um, show in which you are kind of the star. And what how it works is you're sort of funneled through a series of locations, like really different um, locations and situations in which you're kind of a part of what's going on but Ooh. in each different location you are the only like audience member and everyone else is mm. an actor so it's mm. kind of like the reverse of how theater normally works because normally mm. you're just like watching it you're, you're inside it and often you're very much kind of put on the put on the spot but more I, importantly you're the protagonist like in most and, and a lot yeah. of it well I'll, I'll describe some of the scenes and I, I did actually sign like a kind of NDA thing for oh, it. So technically, because but, it's but, a unique experience, and it might spoil it for people. Right, who but it's up. It, yeah. so stop this thing now. <laughs> spoil. But this particular production has long since finished, and if anyone tries to see me, know that that was a different Daniel Black. Oh, yeah. uh, um, don't give away my identity. So <laughs> it starts. Right, this is how it starts. You, you. I walked into a room, and a lady said to me, "Okay, I just need to take some details. Can you like sign this this waiver form?" Yeah. Um, and she said to me. There will be some moments when you're in confined spaces in this show. Oh. So I just, we have this kind of, as she said, are you claustrophobic? I said, uh, and she said, well, um, we have this sort of claustrophobia test. If you wouldn't mind, please stepping into this cupboard. Um, and she said, I'm going to lock the door. I'll be right on the outside if you need me. So I stepped into the cupboard. Uh, she closed the door and had her lock it. And I waited for a second. Then the cupboard starts descending. Holy <laughs> 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 <I mean>, shit! <laughs> and wow, it gets to the bottom. I wait. I I gingerly push on the door. It opens, yeah, yeah. and I'm in a living room. And there's Whoa. some guys sitting on a sofa just playing video games. Fuck me! And ignoring me. Oh and my god! I just kind of like stand around, like looking, watching them, watching the video game. Yeah. And one of them stands up and walks over to me. And he kind of leans quite close to me. He was quite big. He was actually a bit intimidating. And he said to me, can I tell you a secret? And I said, what? He said, and he pointed to the, to the other door and he said, you've got to leave. <laughs> 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 so um, oh, this is I, did, I walked, I walked, <laughs> I, walked uh, I went to, and walked to the other door. 
And then I was in like a bright kind of airy office space. And a lady walked up to me and she said, Daniel, darling. And she like kissed me on one cheek and kissed me on the other cheek and said, we've been expecting you. Come, come through. And she, she took me to the adjacent room where I was sat down in front of three or four people who were dressed um, in very kind of like fashionable clothes. And they were looking quite a, bit, a little bit pompous. Um and lady came up to me and said, can I, can I get a glass of water and get anything to drink? Mm. Um, and I said, no, no, thanks. And she seemed a bit disappointed. Um, and so the people opposite me said, uh, so, um, yes, uh, Daniel, we've heard that you're about to present us uh, with information about your new line of um, uh, Nouveau Couture. And I said, uh, what? And she said, Fas- fashion, fashion, darling, fashion, your new fashion line, what's it about? And I was like, oh, yes. Um, and then I started like improvising yeah. some stuff about oh yeah like you can uh, bringing the 60s back but like uh, kind of mixing it with like modern clothing um and then that goes on for about a minute and then she said well thank you very much you've got to go now and they take me through uh, to the next room and you go through a series of like really different yeah, situations explain everything <laughs> <laughs> the whole hour i'll explain in real time um but what's really cool is that it and fit, fittingly with the theme of peaks, actually, oh. it, it sort of alternated between really, really low moments yeah. that make you feel like shit Whoa. and really high moments that make you feel amazing. So you go oh. from like, like uh, I was I was in a prison cell and then yeah. taken to my own execution. Oh. And I was like, I was strapped down onto a kind of gurney and like administered with like a kind of fake um oh. like w- like when they put in like the, the way that Leith they do it with injection. drugs lethal injection yeah yeah and like, it was like a priest standing over me and there were witnesses they asked me if i wanted any last words it's um, me tingles this thing. yeah and so when I, when i was laid back on the gurney and then the gurney moves and i'm on like a track and i'm moving <laughs> backwards and I, I all i can do is look up and there's like a lady above me trampolining yeah. <laughs> and, and then i'm in someone's car boot and they're opening it, and then i'm at my own funeral I was at my own funeral and it was strangely beautiful because there were like 40 people in attendance and there was a singer and a, a, like an orchestra. And I was like, oh, this is for me. This is quite nice that they're doing all this for me. Um, as meditation, I was on, I was a celebrity chef on television, like yeah. actually cooking um, food. Yeah. Like it, it was a, a stir fry. Um, and so t- to summarize the experience for me, it compacted so many kind of surreal and interesting moments into less than an hour, the majority of which you would never experience in a lifetime. Like how yeah. often you don't experience your own death. You don't experience like usually giving an interview on TV or mm. or, or like having just been elected as prime minister, which happened as well. <laughs> so it, it's kind of inspiring because it makes – you contrast that with your day-to-day routine because, yeah. you know, you get to a point where most of what you do is kind of the same and you think, and it makes you realize I could do anything. Mm. I could do anything I want. I'm going to go and like seek new experiences and that's what I took away from it. That is amazing. Thank you so much Thank for, because oh, I, I was thinking about going to see that uh, yeah. when it was on, but then the tickets sold out so quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is a ticket luxury and it's such a popular show and I can see why now mm. because it is such a unique experience. Yeah. Um, I've done immersive theatre as well and it is some of the best stuff I've ever done. I went to the Mask of the Red Death um, mm. set up by uh, in Battersea Arts Centre. Um, I can't remember what the name what of the company that? was. Like, how does it work? 
Oh, um, I don't want to kind of steal your story, <laughs> but <laughs> I'd much rather wrap up the podcast. <laughs> um, but no, no, it was basically they'd kitted out the Battersea Arts Centre um, like an Edgar Allan Poe uh, poem mm. that was very dark and gothic yeah. and um, lots and lots of stuff happening throughout this mansion. And you can explore it. And you can explore it. And then you, you'd never get the same experience twice. And everyone's in a mask. Um, so all uh, the audience yeah, yeah. and the performers. So you no, don't know who's part of it and who's not. Uh, and then um, in certain open areas, um, like uh, the uh, front near the front door where the two stairs go up, you know, that kind of mansion mm-hmm. yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's like a big scene happening mm. and they, there's like a snippet of a, um, like a, a play or something going on that's really emotional and then a character will storm out and you can follow them to see where uh, they go yeah, and then they're yeah. part of another scene it reminds me of like Punch Drunk what's Punch Drunk it might have been Punch well. Drunk I'm not yeah. sure uh, but it was a huge production and it, yeah. um, halfway through the show we were just w- were looking around and um, we see a sign for a burlesque show we just sat <laughs> in a burlesque show within a show it was yeah, like yeah, Inception yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> and then we walked out of that and then the whole we just kept on going with the rest <laughs> of it and then at the end it just crescendoed into yeah. this massive dance performance mm-hmm. that was just stunning modern dance and then it just all kind of just ends yeah. and it's like that's it everyone's in the hall together like, they, they make it so that all of the actors grab everyone in the house yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And but every, you talk to people afterwards and they're like oh yeah I was in a cupboard and I got <laughs> like touched up by this woman who was in a mask and, I, and oh yeah I was in the attic and I was having a discussion about yeah, the yeah. little trinkets that he had in the, and it was and then uh, oh yeah I was in this other area and it all had loads of jars it was like a science lab it's, and it's, it's like, super magical and that it's all kind dark of show and where gothic like and explore like and it's non-linear and it, it it's was, an adventure it, they are I'd really highly recommend to anyone listening Podcast to so, turning uh, into my dinner with Andre <laughs> <laughs> so so everybody I'm, go I'm and experience that. immersive theatre it will enhance your life yes do it now yes and mm-hmm. propose <laughs> and uh, try stand-up comedy <laughs> <laughs> yes and well, I hope that you find luck in finding your peak experiences uh, <laughs> thank you this has been the Android Podcast I am Robert Schaffer this is Andy Smith this is Daniel Black goodbye Bye.